This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Two hours down, two hours still to go We're with you until 7 o'clock Eastern time here on BetQL Network. You better you bet, PJ Glasser. Rob Brown, we're filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on this Monday. They will be both be back tomorrow. Rob and I are doing our college football preview, looking at all five power conferences and Rob, it's so far it's making for a great show because we're split on the first three. You like Washington in the Pac-12. I like Oregon State. You're on LSU. I'm on Bama in the SEC. And then I like Michigan. You like Ohio State in the Big Ten. Let's see if we differ in the Big 12. I have a feeling that we might as well. Uh, Rob, now, whenever college football season is is around the corner, I think everybody's favorite three words are Texas is back, right? Texas I mean, those are the three back, words. Baby! Yeah! I, I mean, those are the three words that we <laughs> always hear. But something I, I do have to admit that it, it this year does feel different. Like it truly does. It feels like like this actually might be the year because I really think Sark's the best play caller in college football. Their quarterback room with Ewers and Arch Manning's fantastic. Their wide receivers are ridiculous. Their running backs are good. They're loaded on defense. I mean, this really does feel like the year for Texas. Obviously, they played Bama close last year. They get them again this year. People think they have a chance of winning that game. And the Big 12 this year just isn't as great as it was last year and isn't as good as it's been in the last couple of years. It really does feel like a two-horse race between Texas and Oklahoma. Rob, I got to tell you, I think the way the schedule lines up for Oklahoma this year, I think they're going to be in Dallas for the Big 12 championship. And I think Texas gets them in the regular season in the Red River rivalry at the Cotton Bowl. I think Oklahoma gets the return game in the Big 12 championship. So I like the Sooners this year to win the Big 12. Not to say I don't think Texas is going to have a great year and I don't think they're going to be a really good team. I like Oklahoma, though. They're my pick at plus 375. I'll give you a long shot because it just does feel like every year in the Big 12, there's always kind of a team that sneaks up on people. Obviously, TCU was that team last year. UCF would be the team that I would look out for. I don't know how many people realize that they're now in the Big 12. Yes, UCF is there. BYU is now there. Cincinnati and Houston have now all joined the Big 12. But UCF, they were a great team in the AAC last year. John Rice Plumley's back at quarterback. Gus Melzon says he looks great. That offense is great. I do worry about their defense, but it's the Big 12, and there are a lot of defenses in that league that could use some work, and they fare just fine year after year. So UCF would be my long shot. I do think it comes down to Oklahoma and Texas, though. I'm going to give the nod to Oklahoma 
Dylan Gabriel, I think, has a real, real shot at the Heisman Trophy this year. I think he, he's a very good play. And after how last year went, Rob, with Will Venables in year one, I mean, they, they need to be good this year. You were just talking about last segment, Ryan Day being on the hot, hot seat. I promise you if Will Venables has another 6-6 six and six year at Oklahoma, he will be out on the hot seat if not gone. So give me the Sooners at plus 320, 375. I like them to win the Big 12. Oh, my dude, I really want to go with you on this predominantly because there's not much I love more in sports than a Yankees <laughs> meltdown, a Dallas Cowboys meltdown, or a Texas Longhorns meltdown. They're just all yep. so, so special to me, all right? They just are. That being said, I am also sick and very, very tired of the Texas is back. Here's the problem. It's not that Texas is back. It's that there's nobody else I trust in this conference yep. to, to be the stalwart, right? There's just not. This is going to be a Texas championship via attrition, not accomplishment, in my ever so humble yet frequently a correct opinion. Uh, listen, I, Brent Venables. Brent Venables obviously was the defensive coordinator at Clemson before he took the head job at Oklahoma. And every year, my colleague and I go down to Clemson for their media day. And for the first two years I was here, Brent Venables was there. And I'm going to tell you, man, in person, Brent Venables is charming. He's funny. He's witty. He's everything you wanted a head coach. Here's the problem. I don't think Brent Venables has head coaching temperament. I think Brent Venables is on that list of guys that you ever heard the concept of the Peter principle. It's one of my favorite things. Cause I, I absolutely think it's true. The Peter principle is everybody gets promoted to one level above their competence level, right? Uh, not everybody can do sorry kids i don't mean to bust any bubbles here but no you can't do anything that you put your mind to i wanted to be a fighter pilot but i couldn't do it because i'm blind hence these frames and i was too tall to fit into the jet i tried my best i also wanted to be an nba player growing up in high school i was the first guy in the gym the last one to leave every single day of my high school career you know what held me back from going to the nba i sucked I wasn't good at <laughs> basketball, and it turns out that's a big problem when you're trying to play basketball. Uh, I like Brent Venables as a dude. I'm pulling for him. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't think Brent Venables has the temperament to be a coach. If you ever go back and watch those old Clemson games, you will notice one thing about Brent Venables. And a lot of people go, oh, it's fiery, and I like it. Brent Venables had a guy on the staff who had one job, PJ. It was to literally hold him by the pants and pull him back to the sideline because he couldn't stop himself from running out. And I don't mean this like I'm, I might be overanalyzing this. But if you as a defensive coordinator don't realize that this is a sideline and I can't go further and you can't control yourself to the point that you have to have some poor GA whose only job is to literally hold you by the belt, you don't have head coaching temperament. You don't have the discipline for me to trust you in a big game spot not to freak out and not to overdo it, and not to overextend your offense or your defense. And I get worried about that out of Brent Venables in Oklahoma. I think Brent Venables is one of the best defensive coordinators in America, but I think he's a guy who kind of caps out at this is your level. This is your talent level. You're a coordinator, and you should be a damn good coordinator. I'll tell you right now, if Oklahoma fires Brent Venables at the end of this upcoming football season, every school in America should be lining up to hire that guy to come be their next DC. Cause he's an incredible one in Clemson. Prove that look at what happened to Clemson. 
Venables is there. They got a tight flight defense. He leaves. They got all the talent to be a top five defense. What happened to them last year? They weren't. Ask Notre Dame, right? I would be lined up to get Brent Venables. But I don't trust him as a head coach. And they've got all the talent, do the Boomer Sooners. Lincoln Riley didn't leave that cupboard bare when he took off uh, to head back in. By the way, they get Austin Stogner back at tight end this year. I love Austin Stogner. He's going to be an absolute weapon. Look for him as a dark horse for a couple of Big 12 awards. That being said, I don't see that guy as having head coach temperament. I think he's capped out at coordinator, and I think Oklahoma's going to learn that lesson very painfully this year. And because of that and that reason alone, as much as I hate it, Texas is back, baby. There it is. Boy, Social's going to have fun with that one, Rob Brown. Texas is back. You have the Longhorn signal and everything. Texas minus 110 to win the Big 12, Oklahoma plus 375. All right, Rob, we're four for four, pick, giving out different picks in the Power Five. Let's see if we can make it a clean sweep in the ACC. Once again, top-heavy league, Clemson plus 140, Florida State plus 170, then North Carolina's plus 900. Louisville, 12 to 1, and the U. Miami is 16 to 1. Rob Brown, not only do I love Clemson to win the ACC, I will go a step further and say if I had to make one bet this season for a school to win their conference, it would be the Clemson Tigers 10 out of 10. I love them to win the ACC, and I really don't think it's close. I think Florida State might be one of the most overrated teams in the country. Every year there is a team that starts out in the top 10 that usually finishes unranked. Texas A&M was that team last year. I think Florida State has a chance to do that this year. And I think the wheels could fall off early, Rob. That LSU game is so big for both teams. I think it's really big, though, for Florida State. And I just worry a team with all that experience returning, a team with so many expectations, if you lose that week one game, how how are you going to rebound from that? Because they won that game last year. And even though they went through their, their bumps, they could always hang their hat on that game. But if they lose that game, even though it's an SEC-ACC game and it has no influence whatsoever on the ACC, you just worry if that game might take a little bit out of them. Every team is going to be gunning for Florida State this year. Now they're going to have one of the best running games in the country. But you just talked about trust moments ago with Brett Venables. I can't get there with Mike Norvell. I can't get there. I think he's a great offensive mind. I think he's a great running game coordinator. I can't I can't trust him in big games. I can't do it. Florida State is at Clemson this year. I think that hurts them. They obviously have to play LSU. And I love how Clemson's schedule sets up for them. All their hardest games are at home. Notre Dame, Florida State, UNC, all at home. They do have to play South Carolina, of course. That game is in Columbia. That could be tricky. But all their toughest ACC games are at home. I think getting Garrett Riley as the offensive coordinator was a great pickup for Dabo. I think Cade Klubnick's going to have a monster year. Defense bounces back, is going to be dominant like we're used to seeing. Shipley's one of the best running backs in the country. I'm all aboard the Clemson train, Rob Brown. As you know, their motto is all in. That is what P.J. Glasser is this year on Clemson. I am all in on the Tigers. First off, P.J., you radio professional. You knew what you were doing here, and I like it. I really do. See, what P.J. did was P.J. already knows that we were split on this one, so he saved it for the end to create a little drama, and I love it, my guy, because you 
did just that. Because I, I'm going to go with this. I am not as confident in my pick of the Seminoles of Florida State as you are with your pick of the Tigers of Clemson. I think this is like, to me, it's like a 55-45 pick for me. I mean, it's just the, just the nudgest of needle leans over towards the Knowles, but there are some things that I very much like. And first and foremost, I love the transfer class that Mike Norvell has brought in. I really do. There's not a spot on this roster that FSU lacked last year that he did not add somebody to. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a name that I really want you to keep an eye on. I did this for you last week on the air. I'll do it now on this show uh, as well. There's a young man by the name of Jaheim Bell. Jaheim Bell was a Gamecock from South Carolina last year. And the what I love Shane Beamer and what he's doing in Columbia. And I want to talk some Gamecocks at some point. But Jaheim Bell was the single biggest mistake that Shane Beamer has made so far in Columbia, South Carolina. That kid is an absolute freak of nature. He is wild. He is big. He is fast. He is athletic. He can catch and he can run. He is going to be what I love to call a yak daddy for the Knowles at the tight end position this year without a doubt. And Mike Norvell is an offensive mind, knows how to, loves to utilize the tight end and his offense. Oh, no, by the way, they got a quarterback over there by the name of Jordan Travis, who, by the way, uh, is, if I recall correct, also sitting about 9-1 to one to 13-1, to one, somewhere in that range, uh, about the fourth or fifth shortest odds in the country uh, to win a Heisman Trophy. So if you're telling me you think Kate Klubnick is the reason that Clemson is going to have a big year, I don't understand why you can't say Jordan Travis could have a big year because I'm going to tell you right now, the Knowles have every bit the wide receiver core that Clemson does this year, including 6'7", Johnny Wilson, who as long as you throw it at least a couple of feet under the lights at Dote Campbell, he can go up and get that ball. Jaheim Bell running routes underneath is scary. And oh, by the way, they've still got Trey Benson. Benson's going to be a threat to do everything Will Shipley does at Clemson with the exception of maybe be a kick returner, and we'll find out. I think Travis and Benson might be the best quarterback running back duo in the country. Not in the ACC, in the country. Johnny Wilson with Jaheim Bell running underneath is going to be a threat on deep and intermediate routes. So cover who you want to cover. Somebody else is going to be there. I agree. Clemson's schedule helps them out a lot. Carolina at the house. Notre Dame at the house. Florida State at the house. That is the biggest edge they have. But you mentioned what happens if the Knowles lose to LSU in week one. That's a great question. PJ, what happens if the Knowles beat LSU in week one? Because they did that last year. So what if they, they do it again? Both teams are better, but this time it's in Orlando. It's two hours from Tallahassee. It's going to be a slight Knowles home field advantage. What happens if FSU beats LSU and all the confidence that everybody has they have in themselves? I like the Knowles. It's a slight lean. But I, Oh, and by the way, Jared Verse, Defensive Player of the Year. Go ahead and lock that up while you can get it because that kid's going to be a machine this year. I like the Knowles, big guy. I really do. Oof. Rob, we got about a minute left before we, we have to go to break. And look, a lot of people are going to like Clemson, Florida State, and the ACC, and it probably is going to be one of those teams. Outside of those two, if you had to pick a long shot in the ACC, somebody maybe worth taking a sprinkle on, is there any team that maybe you know you would throw some lunch money on to win the conference? I don't know that I'd call them a long shot, but North Carolina, come on and raise up. The Tar Heels are going to be legit, and they're going to be legit because Drake May is legit. We've talked about Cade Klubnick. We've talked about Jordan Travis. How about a guy that's got better odds than both to be a Heisman finalist? How about Drake 
freaking May. That guy's going to be a first-round pick. Go ahead and book that as well. That being said, I just don't think that the Heels have the depth that Florida State and Clemson do. The Knowles built depth in the transfer portal. Dabo built depth at Clemson just by getting Clemson guys who, who are committed for four years. I don't think Carolina has the depth to run a full season like Clemson and Florida State. But don't be shocked if they've got something to say about what happens in Charlotte in December. When we come back, we'll give out our college football playoff. We'll give out our national champion. And we'll, then we'll talk some baseball right here on You Better You Bet, PJ Glasser and Rob Brown.